You are listening to the Slow Living Podcast, and I'm your host, Stephanie O'Day. What if I told you that you could truly have the life of your dreams, the life you've always wanted, one filled with abundance, joy, and a sense of purpose? It's absolutely possible, and I see it each and every day with my coaching clients. It all starts with learning how to slow down. You deserve to live the life you've always dreamt about. Let's get started. Hi there, Slow Down Society. Steph here, and welcome back to another edition of the Slow Living Podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie O'Day, and I write, coach, teach, and speak about all things slow living. So if you're new here, welcome. And let's take a little bit of a second and sort of reset and talk about what slow living is and what it isn't. Because I think sometimes people think that means, oh, I'll slow down when I'm retired, or I'll slow down when the kids move out, or I'll slow down when I get to quit my job, or I'll slow down when I win the lottery. And yes, (laughs) all of those things are wonderful, and they can be catalysts to living a slow life. But a slow life that you live on purpose and with intention is what we're all about here. And we are on episode number 96. So we've been doing this for a while and I've really loved hearing from you and really what I'm trying to portray and what we're doing and teaching and coaching and speaking about here is that you get to decide. You get to decide what works for you, what slow looks like for you. Because my way is my way. And someone that I interview's way is her way. But you have to decide on purpose and with intention what it is you're trying to achieve, what it is you're trying to figure out in both your personal and your professional life. And when you're slow, that is where the magic sauce is. So the acronym I like to use for slow is to simply look only within. And I do that by teaching the components of the peace pyramid because I truly believe when all of those components are in place, that's when you feel calm. That's when you feel content. That's when you climb into bed each night thinking, I rocked it. I'm kind of a badass. I totally did all of the things that needed to happen today to move my life forward in both my personal life and my professional life. All of the things got checked off that were truly necessary to get checked off. I'm not hyper-focused or frenzied in one particular area to the point where I'm neglecting the other components of the peace pyramid. Uh Uh-uh. What's the point of rushing and racing towards some sort of arbitrary goal if everything else (laughs) you're you're sort of running over and and leaving in your track? So, So think about how many times maybe a celebrity or something, somebody you see on TV or in the movies is killing it in their career. And then all of a sudden you find out that they're getting divorced or something happened 
because they were so hyper-focused on one particular area and one particular goal that they were trying desperately to achieve that they neglected all of the other components of their life, all of their relationships, all of their people, their health. How many times have you heard someone at the peak of their career get a heart attack? I do not want that for you. So that is what living a slow life with intention on purpose is all about. And we've got tons, if you are new here, to go back into the archive and figure it out. What is it that you are looking for? Where is it that you want to go? Um, There's five steps to slow living. And the first is to declutter. What is it you need to omit or delete from your life right now in order to live calm, peaceful, intentionally? Number two, know where you're going with all of the different components of the Peace Pyramid. Time management, health, finances, relationship, organization. Where is it? What are you working towards in all of those components? Step three, paying attention to the here and the now and being thankful for what you have, which is so much. Wherever you are today, you didn't used to have. And that's something to celebrate. That's something to pay attention to. Step four, teeny tiny baby steps. Set a 10-minute timer. Figure it out. What is it you're trying to achieve? And do that. If you're in the middle of decluttering your garage, do a little bit every day, 10 minutes at a time. Set a timer. If you're trying to calm your house down and you feel like your before bed madness <laughs> is a little crazy, set a timer, 10 minutes. Declare a 10-minute tidy. We've got five people in our house. If I call a 10-minute tidy, that is 50 minutes of horsepower where we can really whip this house into shape quickly. You can do that too. Step five, tweak, fine-tune what's working for you, what isn't. What, what can you modify to fit your needs, to fit your family's needs? We're not all cookie cutter Stepford people. So sometimes people write to me because uh, I, I am the crockpot lady and I have recipes for, for food, lots of recipes. And a lot of times you have to intuitively sort of figure it out. If your chicken looks done at five and a half hours versus six hours, and you think it's done, it's done. Who cares what the recipe says? You tweak, you modify, you you fine tune, you figure out what works for you. Not what the lady down the street is doing, but for you. So that in a very large kind of walnut, Brazil nut nutshell, is what slow living is all about. And I just want to thank you for being here. Thank you for the comments that you send me through my email, through Facebook, through Instagram. I read all of them. I answer them. I love that there are real people out there. Thank you for sharing with your friends and your family, because if you think this is beneficial, they'll think that also. And that's how we get the word out. So I just greatly want to thank you for taking the time for yourself to tune in and for being here. So we are approaching the end of the summertime months. And for a lot of us, that kind of 
can create a bit of chaos in our bodies and a little bit of frantic. I have to get everything organized and and perfect and wonderful and, and figured out before the school year begins. So if that's you, please know you are absolutely not alone. And there's plenty of resources and tools. Um, if you haven't already figured out your morning routine um, to set yourself up and your day and your new school year up, I encourage you to go back and listen to the episode that was recorded on starting your morning routine and establishing a morning routine that works for you. And that is episode number 41. We also talk about setting yourself up for a productive week, a calm week in episode number 40. So the one before that, which is dealing with the Sunday scaries. And I talk about setting yourself up for success. And again, it's your success, nobody else's success. Okay. So today's episode is on feeling the fear. And this came up for me because we just got back from a vacation to the lake and we had a ball. The the kids were all with me. Sheldon was with me. Um, Adam and I, we just celebrated our anniversary of 24 years. And so we went away for a three-night trip to the cabin, and and there's a lake there. And I have never jumped off the rock (laughs) into the lake. I've never done that. The kids have done it. Adam's done it. It looks great. I take pictures. I take videos. But I've never done it. And I wanted to. And I had so much fear about it. And that's what this episode is about. And, and sort of feeling the fear and then how to move through that to get to where it is you want to go. And so in this particular situation, it was definitely just a mindset thing that I needed to work through because Adam's jumped off this rock numerous times and he's lived to tell the tale. All of the children have. All of the children's friends have. So I had tons of evidence that this would be an okay thing, that I would probably survive. But the fear that was in my body was was real. <laughs> my my heart was racing. My My breath was frantic. I didn't feel calm. I didn't feel centered. The kids kept counting me down. Adam kept counting me down. And when we got to one, I just did not jump. I, I did not do it. My my legs did not work. My 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 knees were quaking. And so it really got me thinking about coaching and how I help my clients move through fear and, and obstacles and uncomfortableness when it comes to their personal and professional goals. And that kind of old book that was floating around for a long time in personal development and self-help circles was fear the feel <laughs> feel the fear and do it anyway. And I started thinking, so I don't agree with this advice. And it's not something that I tell my children to do. It's not something that I tell my coaching clients to do. So why was I beating myself up for having fear about jumping off this rock into the lake? And why 
why was I giving myself such a hard time for not just doing it anyway? So, so that's where this episode is coming from. So if you've been listening for a while, you know that I am a huge fan of feeling all of the feelings and owning them and naming them and, and deciding on purpose how to start your day with intention by focusing on a feeling. And if you don't already have the one-page journaling worksheet, it's at stephanieoday.com forward slash daily, D-A-I-L-Y. The very first question on this worksheet is, how do you want to feel today? So I am the first to admit, because I was on vacation, I didn't journal that day. (laughs) I didn't decide on purpose how I wanted to feel. So, so let's think about it. Um, maybe in this particular situation, I wanted to feel confident. And so what I would suggest for you is when you have that feeling of fear in your body, don't act. Don't follow that advice. Feel the fear and do it anyway. I don't want you to do that. I want you to stop. I want you to hit the pause button. And I want you to slow down and decide how you want to feel and then take the action. So long story short, I absolutely did jump off the rock. It did not happen on anyone else's timeline. It happened when I was ready. And the decision I made was I wanted to be proud of myself. I wanted the video. I wanted the picture. I wanted the proof and the evidence that I did this hard thing, which is so silly because it's just a rock and it's just a lake. And I, I literally had on a bright orange life jacket <laughs> from the boat. So I was going to be just fine, but I couldn't feel the fear and do it anyway on anyone else's timeline. It didn't matter how much cheering I had from other people. I had to decide that I wanted to feel confident. I wanted to feel proud. I wanted to feel successful. And then from that place, all of a sudden, I just looked right at Adam and I said, okay, turn on the camera, we're doing it. And I had already decided this is what I was gonna do. And, and I did it. <laughs> and, and guess what? Totally fine, the water was cold. I, I bounced right back up. Um, because of the life jacket, and then did it a few more times because I had the evidence that I was going to be okay. So how does this relate to you? What fear is holding you back from meeting or, or starting on your personal and professional goals? Are you somehow self-sabotaging because you have fear of failure, because you have fear of success, because you are a perfectionist and something, whatever it is, needs to look a certain way and all of your ducks have to be in a row no matter what in order for you to take the next step. Well, you know, as well as I know, that the best way to get ducks in a row is to go out there and get those ducks in a row. That is what needs to happen. That's the first step. And so if you're not there yet, pull out that journaling worksheet. 
and, and, and figure it out. Where is it you want to go? And how do I do that with intention? How do I do that in a way that feels good in my body? Not in a way that's going to burn me out. Not in a way where I'm trying so hard to shove a square peg into a round hole. This is real life. And in your day-to-day is not going to look like my day-to-day. Your day-to-day, depending on the ages and stages of your children, depending on whether or not you work out of the house, if you work in the house, if you um, have help come in, if you do not, depending on what your bank account looks like, depending on your your race, your religion, your, your thoughts, your upbringing, no one has the exact same game board and the exact same deck of cards or or playing pieces and the same rule set. You get to decide because you're the adult in the room what these things look like for you. And if you're having a hard time with that, that's absolutely where support comes in so handy and and where coaching comes in, where you have another set of eyeballs on your brain and on your game board and can help you decide on purpose where it is you want to go and what those steps look like and then hold you accountable for taking those next steps that will help you meet all of your personal and professional goals. So I was joking with a friend of mine who told me that I was fearless and I'm like, uh, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, like we've been friends for over 20 years. That can't even be true that you think I'm fearless. And then she started rattling off all of, all of the accolades, all of the, the things on my resume, the things that I have done, which probably looks pretty gosh darn impressive that, that yes, I've written 10 books and yes, I've been on TV and yes, I've done these things and yes, I've met these people. And that looks to some people sometimes very impressive. To me personally, it's like whatever. It, it just is what it is because I know what it took to do those things was a lot, a lot <laughs> of mental anguish and, and getting into a calm, centered space in order to conquer the fear to do the next thing. So, so maybe this means you have fear of asking your boss for a raise. And so if you use that kind of old school advice of feel the fear and do it anyway, maybe you storm into her office with this kind of I'm going to just conquer my fear. I'm going to do it. Even though my heart is racing and I'm sweaty and I'm uncomfortable, I'm just going to plow on through and demand a raise. So how do you think that's going to work for you? (laughs) Probably not super well. But if you feel that fear and then press the pause button and, and say to yourself, hey, hey, self. I am not in a good space right now. I need to take a minute. I need to calm myself down. I need to regulate my central nervous system. I need to love myself. Maybe I need some water. Maybe I need some tea. Maybe I need to come back to this tomorrow and put this conversation on hold right now. And then decide 
on purpose, do some journaling, do some yoga, do some mindset work, reach out for support, and then decide what does it look like if I approach my boss in a very calm way, in a very stable way, in a very in control, and I'm using air quotes here, in control of my emotions way. What does that look like? Then maybe writing some bullet points, maybe taking some time to close your eyes and envision your boss's office and you walking in, figure out what it is you want to wear, decide on purpose that maybe you wear the Spanx and stand up a little stronger and a little bit more confident and walk in with authority and you sit down and you explain how awesome sauce you are and then ask for the raise. So which things might result in the, the, the response you want? Chances are the second scenario. So even though maybe, maybe the action steps look the same, the mindset is not the same. The, the, the work that happened behind the scenes to set you up for success is not the same. And that really is what we're all about here. So this is why it's so fun for me every time I get on a new coaching call and, and meet a new person is it's a whole new game. It, it's, a, it's a whole new board. It's a whole new playing piece. It's a whole new you. And you get to decide because you're the grown-up what it's going to look like. And that is so fun and exciting. And it's what makes life like colorful and flamboyant and joyful and sparkly. If we were all these gray kind of people all following the same quote unquote miracle morning and doing all of these things and all of our results were exactly the same, there would be no there there in life. And, and life has every flavor and every nuance and, and every everything about it. And that's what puts a smile on my face. And that's what makes me doing the things that I do so enjoyable. I love it that each day is slightly different, that each email that comes in my inbox is slightly different, that each person I connect with hears my words in a different way. So, what is your takeaway for today? Your takeaway for today is if you're not already doing it, start. Start paying attention to who you are and what it is you want out of your life. And then slowly and thoughtfully with intention, start doing it. Start doing the things. The first step I recommend is to set yourself up properly in the morning. I like to journal. I journal with my one-page worksheet, stephanieoday.com forward slash daily. I drink my coffee. I'm slow. I'm thoughtful. I fill in the blanks. If I have more thoughts, I flip the sheet over. I do a little bit of a brain dump. I plot out my day. But what works for me might not work for you. But if you have nowhere to start, start with this. Start trying and then adapt and tweak and modify to make it 
fit your day, your needs, your family. All right. Thank you again for joining us. And I just want you to know that if I could, I would wrap each and every one of you up with a great, big, huge bear hug. I greatly appreciate you being here. Thank you for commenting. Thank you for subscribing to the podcast, for sharing. If you're so inclined to leave a positive review, it would be incredibly helpful and useful because that's how the algorithms work. The more people like, share, subscribe, download, um, the more listeners that I can reach and you can reach and we can sort of share this uh, slow living lifestyle. All right. I will see you again next week. You take care. Do you have a slow living story to share? Leave me a voicemail at stephanieoday.com forward slash podcast with any questions, comments, feedback, or testimonials, and I will be sure to include it in an upcoming episode. Also, if you found value in this episode, please share it with your family and friends and subscribe through your favorite podcast provider. The more you share, comment, and leave positive reviews, the more people we can reach and share the slow living lifestyle and messaging. Thank you, Slow Down Society, and have an absolutely wonderful day.